0: to the Retail Corner podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the importance of location in a Nubni channel world. Is it still that important? Is it all about location, 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 or have, have things changed a bit? And with us, we have Kim Sharp, who is the Vice President of Marketing at DJM. How are you doing today, Kim? I'm great. Thank you. How are you doing? We're doing fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. And so First and foremost, right, I think let's start the conversation with if you can give us a little background. What is DJM? So that folks out there can understand the role that you guys play and how you can, you know, collaborate or participate or assist uh, retailers out in the market.
1: Yeah, DJM, um, we're a private equity real estate owner, operator and developer. We're based in California. We create long-term value by transforming real estate to meet 21st century demands. We focus on placemaking. We leverage design, development, and management to create places where people thrive. Um, We currently have a portfolio of approximately 4.5 million square feet with an estimated value of about 2 billion. Wow, wow, that's phenomenal. And so with that, talking about location, right? And,
0: and now mm-hmm. that you have so much Omni channel all over uh, the market, how, how do you think that location really factors into the new normal of delivery and Omni channel?
1: Um, I think location's extremely important. I think it's, um, it's extremely important for the retailer as well as for us. And I think that um, for a retailer, Uh, making sure that they're looking at the location and the local community. I think that's one of the biggest things that we focus on is we want to make sure we're bringing value to a community. We wanna make sure that we are enhancing a community. And I think that retail plays such a huge part in that. We see it as our role of expanding the community um, by our centers, our lifestyle centers. In our neighborhood centers.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I think uh, as much as there is a, a preference or, or a somewhat people are doing more and more e-commerce, right? I don't think that the presence, the physical brick and mortar presence will ever go away. Right. And I think people will continue to want to go out there. It's just maybe shifting in the way they use that brick and mortar, but it's still very much a way to not only shop, but to hang out, Come together and kind of live an experience, right? With with the different retailers.
1: I couldn't agree more. I, and I think that that's key. Um, I think that you know everything is complementing one another. Um, I think that if you are just solely dependent on brick and mortar and just the shopping experience by itself. Um, I think you're going to lose your audience. I don't think that you're going to have an extended length of stay. I don't think you're going to see them repeat as much as you would otherwise. Um, I think it's one of the things that at DJM we kind of pride ourselves on is really creating that full experience. Um, I think, you know, placemaking is a very, uh, you know, buzz a big buzzword right now, but um, I think it's really important. I think it's about... Creating really quality places for people to visit. And I don't, um, it's so much more than just shopping. It's eating, it's experiencing the events, it's uh, working out, it's, you know, it's meeting with people. And so I think your traditional mall experience has been transformed into um a lifestyle experience and i think that that's where we as a company are seeing great success
0: yeah no absolutely i think the shopping experience exactly as you put it it has transformed into an extension of our lifestyle right and then Mm -hmm. when you go to that mall what other things can you do you know how can you even as you're doing your shopping right how does that become an experience factor how does that become an Instagrammable moment or yes. a, a moment that you can really savor, right? And, and republish over and over again. And talking about that, you, you mentioned events, right? So w- what kind of events uh, have you guys seen that are the most successful in driving traffic? Cause obviously from a retailer standpoint, that's all they really want, right? How do we drive okay. traffic? Because if I have the numbers there, then it's about my customer service. It's about that unique experience I give but what type of events do you recommend that you really see as traffic drivers?
1: Um, I think it's a combination of events. I think that, you know, for example, at one of our properties in Newport Beach, Lido Marina Village, you can see something as intimate as a 15-person laymaking class mm-hmm compared to a partnership with Stony Clover Lane, one of our tenants, they might have a Star Wars collaboration where they've got a line of people around the building. Um, we've got endless summer series or concerts at that at that property where the whole community comes together and um, is just a part of the experience. So I think that there is, it's, it's kind of the trifecta. It's, it's events that we produce on our own where we bring the community together as well as collaborations with tenants where we're able to support them. And then they are in-story events as well. So I think that um, when you're looking at the events, Really, what is your objective? Is it to bring the local community together? Is it to um, bring awareness to a particular store? Is it to get a um, a PR notice? Uh, you know, from uh, from something such as Star Wars.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. And and what what do you think are the questions that retailers are not really asking? You know, before making a selection of a location, right? Because I think a lot of times retailers get um misinformed or they have this wrong idea that hey it's all about the price where can i get the best price or the best deal for my list and that's where i'm gonna go to the next location right or the next store but but i think it, it has to be much more than that right because it has to be more than the price
1: yeah i i, I think that's a great point and um i mean i can speak from a marketing perspective is that you know, when retailers are coming in, what are, what are they getting from the local community, but what are they getting from us as a property owner? Um, what kind of partnerships are they getting? Um, if it is strict landlord tenant relationship where there's no relationship, then I think, um, I think it's a miss for that tenant. Um, I think if, The pandemic taught us anything. It taught us how important these relationships are between the tenant and the landlord. Um, You know, we we all are successful when we're both successful, when the retailers are successful. And so from a marketing perspective, it's our job to see how can we support them, how can we collaborate with them? How can we ensure that they're ingrained and um, embraced by the community and that people want to shop there? Um, I think Ovation Hollywood, uh, is a perfect example of that. I think we have, it's traditionally been known as a tourist destination. It always will be because of its, you know, iconic location, um, proximity to a Hollywood sign. Um, but we saw it as a huge opportunity to bring in the local community and, Um, We just went through a hundred million dollar redevelopment there. And with that is we created this um, epicenter of the property, our courtyard, and we just had our first, first large scale event minus, you know, the uh, red carpets and everything, but an Oktoberfest. And our tenants were thrilled with it. And I think that tenants that had been seeing Um, you know, a strong return to growth, but are seeing, have seen one staple customer just saw an influx of the community that they hadn't really seen before. And so it's just kind of a perfect example of how you can tap into a community, you offer them something that they want to come that's outside of shopping, but then as a byproduct results in them going to your restaurants, going to your retailers, coming back to the center, and then making sure that that center is on their radar. of What else is coming to the center?
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think the challenge is not only for the retailers, but for the landlords as well to really push the envelope into connecting with a community, right? Because before it was, hey, here's a mall, show up and and purchase if you want. But now I've seen so much, you know, events like you mentioned, right? Oktoberfest or Valentine's Day or... Uh, you know, farmers' markets where maybe they're bringing in something of an add-on value that doesn't mm. compete with the tenants, but it still just drives that traffic, right? And it becomes a tra- like a small little tradition amongst different different communities. And now there's there's a chain effect, right that it becomes positive for everybody. So so I really think that's very important. When it comes to e-commerce, um, do you also feel like there's going to be that type of connection between the landlord and the tenants I've seen in a lot of cases, some malls actually have their own website and now they're giving a, a bigger, uh, retail perspective to their website and really pointing people to all the different retailers. They have even connection to their websites or even showcasing some of their products.
1: Um, I think e-commerce is ex- incredibly important and I think websites are something um, is is a vehicle for us to make sure that our tenants um, are uh, are seeing their customers. I think that, you know, with omni-channel marketing, um, we need to create all of these touch points for our tenants um, and it is anywhere from what has traditionally been just lifestyle centers or malls that had these websites uh, we want to make sure that all of our property do, properties do. It's our neighborhood properties, our grocery anchored properties. Um, we want to make sure that our customers know who is at our centers, um, a direct way for them to get in touch with their, with our tenants, and also additional things that we're offering. Um, because it's a neighborhood property or a grocery anchor property doesn't mean that we're not going to Um, be able to provide something for that customer. For example, at our gateway shopping center in Mission Viejo, we are actually uh, this coming Saturday adding a farmer's market. We want to be able to make, we want to make sure that we're able to provide additional um, concepts and additional uh, avenues of shopping for not only our tenants, but for our customers as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important because it's it's all about capitalizing on social media, e-commerce, right? To really create that presence and that connection, right? Because as you very well mentioned, maybe in some some areas or so, some segments, Halloween is really big, right? And you want to do uh, a maze, right? About mm-hmm. Halloween or something like that for the kids, trick-or-treating, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The events just can go on and on. But um, so... When when retailers are looking for a good partner, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, when it comes to finding the right landlord, what would you recommend as, as the key points that they should be looking for?
1: Um, I think that they should be looking for um, partners that are going to think outside the box, partners that are going to really invest in their properties. Um, Partners that are going to um, maybe deviate from what is the norm, I mean, for for Long Beach Exchange, our one property, it is a grocery anchored, it is kind of a quasi-lifestyle property, it's not really um, a mall, and it's not what you would traditionally think of when you think of events, Um, but we have really transformed that. We purchased this in December of last year, and where there were a few events here and there, maybe music. We took that and we just really inundated the programming. Um, we just had a whiskey festival, and so there's there's different things, and you know that was a huge success. We had participations with tenants. I think they need to look and see what are your landlords doing? To help support your growth, helps to support your awareness with the local com- community. How are they bridging the community and you as and the center to um, to come together and to really, you know, um, provide success for the tenants? Because I think that it's there's multiple there's multiple um, avenues of how they can reach the customer.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and on the other side of the token, right, you guys, uh, from a DJM perspective, what are you guys looking for when it comes to tenants, right? For all the, the entrepreneurs out there that are listening to us and there might be interested in, in opening their brick and border or transitioning from e-commerce to brick and border or just adding a new location. Wh- what are you guys looking for? What's the right tenant for your properties?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think it depends on the property. Um, we obviously, first and foremost, want a healthy tenant. Um, we want to make sure that we've got somebody that's had some proven success, but also um, somebody that's unique for a property, somebody that is going to um, provide something to the property that we don't currently have. You know, at some of our locations, we'll do focus groups with. Um, with tenants or with our local community to see what are they looking for, what are what are they are they looking for specific types of restaurants? Are they looking for certain retailers? Um, we have some locations like Frovation Hollywood. We want to make sure we're not just offering the same thing that's at other centers. I think that that's really critical for us because. Um, we want to get people, we want to get the local community there. There's a lot of different avenues for them to shop. So what are unique experiences that are going to tap into, um, the, for the tourist, as well as for the local community? Um, when you look at something like Alito Marina village, um, that is, that is a very different customer base and they are looking for um, those unique tenants, um, you know, we just brought in roller rabbit, uh, uh, Lido, Lido village books is, is, has been a staple at that property. That's something that will, you know, will always be successful there. Um, but that is a little, those are a little bit more boutique concepts where at Bellaterra, we may be looking at something that's more, um, commercial based. It's a larger, a larger demographic.
0: No, I think that's a great point. And I think for everybody out there listening, right? It's very important that you guys look at reaching out to landlords, right? Because I think as they're looking for new retailers, they can definitely help you in making the right selection because they know all of their properties. They know their target customer. They know who is going there and what is going to potentially work for you, right? Because a lot of times retailers have an idea because of something they've experienced or heard, and they think it's going to translate in the same way in a particular location, just because it's in the same city, you know? But a lot of times, even within the city, the neighborhoods might completely and drastically change. So if you have the opportunity reach out to to DJM, right? And see, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to help you find the right property that will work for you guys. We'll definitely put their information here at the bottom so you can reach out to Kim and her team. Uh, And Kim, last question I always like to ask everybody is if you had one piece of advice, right? For all the retailers out there, for the entrepreneurs looking to grow their business or start their business uh, on how to expand and how to stay focused on their dream, what would be that one piece of advice?
1: Um, I think be authentic. Um, I think that uh, know what your customer base is. Know um, what you're looking for in a partner. Um, know know the. The community of where you're looking to expand, and is that one that's complementary that would would um, you would where you would thrive um, as a retailer, uh, and and then take the risk, take you know be bold, and um, you know I think that inter, inter, interview your developers, interview your developers, we interview our retailers, you know find out what is special about a center and where you're going to get the support from.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kim, for your time today. We greatly appreciate it. uh, And we look forward to hearing more from you, you know, in the future. Uh, I hope you had a good, good time with us and thank you everybody out there for listening. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, please email us at podcast at retailcorner.live or visit our website, retailcorner.live. Looking forward to having you as our guest on our podcast. And thank you so much for listening.